Good evening, wayward adventurers, and welcome to Barovia. I'm Dylan Bemisterfer, your dungeon master. Thank you for joining us as we play through Curse of Strahd, a gothic horror campaign set in the dark and twisted land of Barovia, where you never know what lurks behind you in the mist. Join. Hey, I'm Nick, and I play Moranis, a pallid elf ranger rogue on the hunt for the cult that murdered most of my family. Hi, I'm Justin, and I play Xander, the gnome College of Swords bard druid, as he searches Barovia for a lost friend. Hi, I'm BJ, and I play Clara, the wood elf divination witch rogue, as she tries to reestablish the mysterious Mooncall family. Hi, my name is Michael, and I play Stor, the righteous human light domain cleric of the Silver Dragon, as he attempts to bring light to this darkened land. Welcome to I Eat the Dragon. We're happy you're here. Now, let's roll some dice. So, last time, uh, everybody kind of woke up from uh, from a long night's sleep the night after Strahd had kind of uh, walk, like just walked into the city of Velaki and caused a bunch of turmoil. Um, you very easily made your way back inside the city walls. Um, the guards that were there kind of just let you in. Uh, Clara wanted to go explore the, uh, the coffin maker shop, Henrik. Uh, to look for uh, gold or any type of supplies that they could use because they you, you all figured that you weren't going to be coming back to this city anytime soon. Uh, you did find some money. Uh, you did find a couple of rations, some supplies, and Clara did find a very ornate black dagger in a drawer. Um, leaving the city, uh, Xander did tell everybody that he uh, was bitten by a werewolf and that his wound wasn't really healing yet. Uh, you followed a trail through the forest of the Svalich Woods, and you found, um, for a moment, you did kind of like look down and see gravestone or grave uh, graves, uh, freshly uh, freshly shoveled dirt that was the exact same height and size of each one of you along this uh, fairly rural trail. Uh, but with uh, some leading by Moranis, you guys did make your way to a very strange camp in the middle of the forest. Uh, these hovels, these little houses kind of built into this hill. On top of the hill were a circle of some uh, barrel-topped wagons that you guys uh, know as being Bastani in nature, and then a large tent in the middle. Uh, Clara, you uh, kind of like leading the way kind of towards this little camp, you saw two male dusk elves, uh, these guards kind of poke their heads out from one of the main houses, and they ran up to you because they noticed that you were a woman. And they were very strange, very, um, very, a lot of excitement and worry and confusion kind of on their faces as they grabbed you and kind of pulled you to meet their leader, uh, Kasimer, the uh, leader of the Dusk Elves. And he was very excited to meet you and you introduced yourself as Amber, which he thought was very proficient because he's been trying to get to the Amber Temple which some of you have pieced together is uh, the location of one of your favored um, items that's going to help you in your defeat of Strahd. Um, he told you that it was a very dangerous place and that looking at you all, you didn't look ready to go to the Amber Temple. Um, but if you could bring back his, uh, his dagger that he left while exploring Bariz, the sunken city, he thinks that you may be ready 
to adventure into the Amber Temple. So he kind of gave you a side quest to move along there. Um, you had tea with him, and as you guys were kind of leaving to go talk to the uh, Vishtani, uh, Marana stole a teacup that had the very ornate silver dragon on it. Uh, moving up on top of the hill, you met uh, Aragal, the Vishtani man that actually saved Xander and Irina from a werewolf the night before, and he took a look at Xander's uh, bite mark on his uh, right above his clavicle bone, right below his neck, and saw that, yes, he had been infected by lycanthropy, um, and said that he needs to find somebody that can help him get rid of that before the moon rises, because it's not going to be a pretty sight. Um, you guys spoke for a little bit more uh, with him. And I know we had some technical issues and everything, people dropping out and whatnot, but he did talk about needing silver weapons and that there was a haunted castle that's haunted by the ghost of a dragon uh, that no one goes to. Um, And he gave you a map of all of Barovia for a bottle of wine that Clara had stolen, or not stolen, but taken, you know, this is still from a dead man, uh, from Henrik's uh, coffin shop. And uh, I believe play ended just before another Vishtani man was about to walk out and look at everyone. Oh, Arabelle, the young Vishtani girl uh, who actually brought the map to Aragal. Uh, Clara and her had a bit of a tiff, and Clara used prestidigitation to put the word brat on yep. her forehead. Fuck that kid. She was rude. <laughs> In gold sparkly letters. <laughs> ah. And so that is where we left off. Uh, so as you're all sitting around this um, this small campfire, it's close to uh, it's close to noonish right now. Um, Aragal looks up, and as you kind of look over and look at Arabelle over by her tent, uh, you see out of this main uh, tent a large, burly man with uh, short brown hair, thick beard, step out, stretch uh, his shoulders back, and crack his neck on each side with loud pops and as he looks around and goes oh why is it why is everyone being so loud it's so early as he scratches his head and looks at all of you hmm you're new I thought you were Rotka hmm and Aragal looks up at uh, this new man goes, Well, Luvash, Rodka's not here, but uh, the weird adventurers are. Good morning. And Luvash looks back and, Oh, well. What can we do for you? Do you have wine? Had. Then he looks at Aragal finishing the bottle of wine. <laughs> Just checking it. <laughs> Take just, it to the he's head. Just very quickly, just like yeah, no, mm, like shaking his head as he like gulps down the last little bit and like wipes his lips. <laughs> yeah, it's all gone, man. Just got a hole in the bottle. <sighs> um, hang on. Do is does Rotka sound familiar to us? Yes, it yeah, does. Sorry, it does sound yep. familiar. Yep. Rotka. Rotka. Radka is the young man who brought you to Barovia. And Luvash looks over at Arabella and goes, Arabella, what? Excuse me, what have you done to your forehead? 
And he like very fatherly like <laughs> stomps over and she looks up, what? What are you talking about? I haven't done nothing to my fo- I And like she can feel the faintest like, like bit of something. Did I sleep on something? What is this? What is, he goes, it spells brat. And like, so he's licking his thumb and like trying to rub it off. He goes, what? And like, she's looking dead set at Clara. Just, or should I say Amber? Yeah. Uh, just looking dead set at her, just fuming. Aragal just Clara still just continues to her. laugh. Clara one, little bitch zero. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> The, the hatred for Arabella is uh, is high as Luvash turns around and goes, did did any of you do this? No. I don't know what you're I talking think about. It, I don't have the ability to do that. It was the weird one with the horns, Dad. That's rude. That is very he, rude, little one. He looks, he looks at her forehead looks at you, Clara, and goes, Arabelle, you have to admit that's pretty funny. <laughs> and he walks across and just, like, leaves her, and she's just standing, like, she, like, stomps her foot on the ground, like, does, like, the arms to the side, fist balled up, and just goes, mm! and she, like, just crawls back inside of her wagon. Mm. Poor thing. Hate it for you. <laughs> Luvas just kind of laughs and finds a, a water skin on the floor and uh, picks it up and kind of takes a drink of it, scratches himself and looks at you all and goes, like I said, what can I do for you? Okay, so th- the way you paint the Vishtani is like a visceral college image for me of like the frat house with the carpet that hasn't been vacuumed in like at least two months. It's probably old shag, smells stale. And, like, the guy comes out without a shirt on, and he just, like, picks up a half-open beer can, and he's just, morning, you're like, what the hell is this? Why does this place exist? I, That's just, like, the way these people exist in my head, and I'm just baffled that they continue to survive. I've lived in that house. I... <laughs> oh, oh, God. I am, I'm so pleased you get that feeling from these people, because that is the literal feeling I'm trying to invoke. <laughs> it's just, just gross. These people are gross. Oh. I want I want you to feel like they're really nice, but also like just drunk and was like, eh, was yeah. affair about yeah. everything. <laughs> like they're like Strahd doesn't hate us, so like we're just here, just vibing. Yeah, there are werewolves, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> MBD, not our problem. Uh, speaking um, of werewolves, um, we have a were chihuahua, and I'll pat Xander on the back. Yeah, <laughs> do you, is there anything that can be done about this? Luvash just kind of raises his eyebrow, looks down at the gnome, and goes, Oh, well, I mean, um, Kasem are down below may know something. Picks his belly button a little bit. Um, he's been here for a long time. Um, that's... Have you been a werewolf long? Ar- Aragal, have you killed him yet? How's Why is he still alive? And, like... Aragal just looks and goes, eh, I saved his ass last night. His friends left him in the woods. And Luvash looks at Aragal and looks at you and goes, you left such a small person in the woods? First of all, I, I, don't I judge fight. a person by I their size. <laughs> what is, you people 
Hitler is so judgmental. If it's not the horns, it's someone's size. That doesn't denote a sense of power or ability. He did get chewed on by a werewolf, though, so they kind of have... I mean, he absolutely walked into a werewolf-infested woods. We knew that beforehand. Yeah, we weren't there, though. Yeah, I had to go back and save the, other, the rest of you. Mm. We had it all taken care of by the time you got there. You literally had Strahd jump out of the sky and chase you down. Yeah, but it was done Strahd. by the time you got there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Strahd was here? Was. Well, not here. He was in, um... Velaki. Thank you. Mmm, okay, that's... He hasn't been around in a long time. Yeah, he destroyed the, the blessed bones in the church to break the hallowedness of the city, so now it's free game for all undead and his little wonderful friends. You know, I say, I say it all the time. It it sucks to be Barovian, does, doesn't it, Aragal? Don't don't I say that? And Aragal just looks up and goes, maybe. I'd, I mean, aren't you I'd, technically Barovian? We're Vistani. We never really were Barovian. But, like, weren't you born on Barovian soil? Me? No. No, I was born in... A little... A little, uh... Oh, God, where was I born? Not here. Not in this... Not in this weird plane. I was born... Just outside of a... Never summer. Never summer, yeah. Never summer. It's another world thing we passed through. <laughs> Can I roll to see if I know what he's talking about? Yeah, sure. Roll a history check. Xander, you can roll a history check too. Uh, it's a 17. History? Yeah, 17. 14 plus 3. 14 plus 3? This is history, correct? Yeah. Uh, that's an 18. Yeah, Xander, you... Is he talking about Neverwinter? <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you get the idea that he might be talking about Neverwinter. Um, and then, Clara, you've had a couple of talks with Xander, probably, and you're you're not too sure. Like, you've heard Xander kind of, like, mention places from this wondrous land called the Sword Coast. And you're like, that sounds kind of familiar to a... But he's just kind of already, like, trailing off and like, yeah, I'd, we all we all come from different places and we stop here for a time and eh, we're Vistani we we go where we like did you is never summer around never winter is there never spring well no it's are they all four are there like seasonal cities at this point like Clara just turns to Xander she's like you're the authority on this I, I don't are you from Faerun I've been there. Because I'm you from can't, Never you, Winter. I've never heard of Never Summer. You can't ask me questions when I'm sober. That's it's too much. That's fair. I. All right. Can we can we scale back for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> um, Clara is going to start casting Identify on the little dagger cool. while everyone talks and plans. So that's what she's doing. So you have, you were bit by a, a werewolf last yeah, night? Yes. yes, last night. Okay. 
Yeah, you. So, wh- where where exactly is this person that I can go to to talk? We said down the hill. Yeah, you, K- Kasimar. He lives in the with the two guards, right? Like literally, like. Oh yes. Okay. Maybe twenty feet away from us right now, as he just points down, like like straight below. Oh. The creepy okay. elf man. I mean, I'm not sure if he's an ass man, but <laughs> who can say? And Aragal snorts. Because <laughs> there's only men. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That's terrible. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I know you're not, but you should be. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Okay, well, anyways, um, I, I think I'm going to go talk to him because I, I definitely don't want to become a werewolf because I don't want to be meeting you. And he points to um, Aragal. <laughs> Yeah, I think Stor will go with him. Okay. So Xander and Stor, you guys are gonna walk back down to uh, Kasimir's hobble. All right. So um, Ronis and Clara, uh, Irene is just kind of hanging out with you guys, watching Clara. You're casting Identify on mm-hmm. the dagger. Uh, Ronis, what are you doing? I'm just hanging out with Clara, probably. Okay. Have you finished all the wine in your teacup? Oh, yeah, that was downed to begin with. That was down okay. for the first couple minutes or so. Perfect. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So you guys are uh, sitting out enjoying the... It... You kind of... You... As you kind of sit here in, like, with Stor and uh, Xander going down, you you get a feeling whenever you're, like, with Vishnani, and now you've, you've been with him several times, anywhere that there's, like, a camp, it's not sunny per se, but it is brighter. Things are a little calmer. There's not as much tension in the forest near a Vashtani camp. It's kind of peaceful and nice. It's a weird feeling after the about a week or so that you've had here in Barovia to be somewhere where things just kind of feel a little normal. Um, Xander, Stor, um, the, the two guards kind of watch you Walk and they go. Oh, what? Uh, what? Uh, would would do? Do either of you need to? What, what's going on? I I I need to talk to Casimir. Oh yeah, hold hold on hold on. Okay, uh, and they, one pops his like head inside and you hear some like mumbled words and he comes back out and goes, okay, he's he's ready he's ready for you, and they just like step to the sides and everything and once again you walk inside the um the fairly well-lit small room um you know the there's still a cup of tea on the table Casimir is sitting there um and he's writing in what looks to be a journal and he's taking down um taking down some notes right writing some things out i mean kind of like looks up and goes oh hello uh, w- welcome hi uh, uh ergo up the hill had said that you would know something about uh and then the thing, he kind of like whispers, uh, werewolves and being bitten. Well, I, I know a thing or two. I've, I've read many books and we've had some people, um, come, come through that have been bitten. Why do, are you wishing to learn or I, borrow a book? Well, and then he kind of like waddles over to him a little bit and like pulls down his shirt. It's like, yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah. Oh, 
You've so, been bitten. Um, where can I go? Oh, one moment. Um, and he kind of gets up and he walks over to a couple of different books, and he starts like flipping through, like open, like opening them, flipping through, and goes, "Oh no, no, no!" And opens up again, looks through, "No, no, no!" And then he puts it away, and then pulls out another one and goes, "When? How? Um, hmm, how? How long ago did this happen?" It was last night, so less than 24 hours. Flips through pages. Like, uh, um... Well, um... From what I know, is you have three options. Um, a... One is a powerful... Powerful, um, healer or cleric of some kind. Uh, yep. could cast a spell known as um, Greater Restoration and that would uh, that would heal you um, then there's also um, if, uh, if, if you found the werewolf that turned you you could kill it and um, that has a 50-50 chance of ending your lycanthropy um, or you could Eat a belladonna flower. Well, um, do you know of any powerful clerics? Because I sure as heck don't. Uh, rude. Um, so the belladonna flower, where can we find one of those? Oh, uh, well, um, the belladonna flower, uh, I've, I've, uh, along the Lunar River, uh, just before the land turns to, um, swamp and marshland, um, sometimes they grow. On, on the banks or the little islands that pop up in the Lunar River. Um, you may be able to find some there. Um, but with the the Belladonna flower, it's quite important that if you went that route, you would have to ingest its poison to by before moonrise. Is it painful? Excruciatingly. Good. Um, it's... It, um, it... You, you must pick three, four um, belladonna flowers and, and crush them until they make a fine paste and then add them with a, enough water to fill a teacup and you mix them together and you drink the whole thing. Um, your body will go into convulsions and you'll kind of, your body begins to fight as it literally pushes the venom and poison from your veins and out the holes that um, you were bitten through. It's, um, I've never seen it in person. I've just read about it or heard of people doing it. Um, some people have died trying it. Um, it's, but I wouldn't want to see anyone become a werewolf. It's a very foul... We just re-roll another character book. <laughs> um, so do you have like a drawing or like a description of what the flower looks like so we know what we're looking for they they grow it's a very beautiful flower it, it's a they grow in um, groups of long tall um, green stems and the flowers they they um, they funnel it's a dark purple um, flower it's got the nice little funnel on it but inside of it is a smaller lighter blue um flower and they grow in clusters and 
along along the water's edge. Okay,、um, and you say that you have to basically get all, both of the flowers and and grind them up into a paste. Yes, and then just mix them with some water and and drink it. In, in five, ten minutes or so, it will take effect, and it's all up to、uh, your gnome friend to、um, to handle it. Okay, so so if it, someone it, was to heal him while he's in the middle of the process, do you think that would? From what you've read, do you think that would counteract the process of it being pushed out, or would it help? I kind of looks looks through his book in just one moment and flips through, sets that down on a small table to his side as he goes through and looks through another book and kind of looks up. I. There's nothing written here about it, and I'm I'm not entirely sure. I I don't want to lie to you. Okay. Um. Well, thank you very much for for your help. Um. The Lunar River. Um. Our friends have our map. Uh. Where about would that would that be? It's um the river directly west, and it flows. Um. As a matter of fact,、uh, right past the the dragon's mansion and. Goes straight on towards the sunken city.、Ah, convenient, cool.、Um, okay, thank you very much for the information, and hopefully we'll get this little guy. And I'll pat Xander on the back. This little guy、uh, cured. Yeah, because、okay, we、um, don't have a powerful cleric, so we'll go do that. Thank you. And he turns and walks out. George just stands there for a second, <laughs> and then turns around and leaves and says, "Thank you." As you guys pass through the the door,、uh, you hear Casemer just say, "Good luck!" And you kind of come out into the slightly brighter、uh, clearing. Uh, Clara, after spending some time with this dagger,、um, you get the feeling that it's just a dagger. It's just expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、um, as as you、uh, as Xander and Store, you guys kind of walk back up.、Uh, Kasimir does poke his head out and kind of make his way up the hill a little bit.、Um, Aragorn and Luvash just kind of nod their heads at him, and he nods back.、Um, Kasimir says, "If、um, if if you would like,、um, we." There's not very many of、uh, my people here anymore,、um, and we do have a few open rooms.、Um, if if you would like a place as a permanent residence while you're in Barovia, feel free. the the two、uh, The two most western homes are are empty, and he kind of points to、uh, the two that I'm clicking on on the map. If、um, If you wanted those, you could make them your own. We, if it's if it's no problem with、uh, Luvash and Aragol, and they both just kind of look at each other and go, "Well, if you bring wine back, I don't have a problem with it." And Luvash just kind of nods his head as well, and Kasimir goes, "Good luck with your Belladonna hunt."
returns to his hobble. Irina looks at you, Xander, and goes, Well, what, um, what did he, what did he say? Poor little guy's gonna die. <laughs> oh, you were so nice! Yeah. Yep. He already sure. can't speak. I mean... I know. <laughs> um. He's got a wolf's tongue. I can already see it. <laughs> well, um, he, he said we need to go to the Belladon River and... Nope. No, sorry, Ooh, mix it up. Lunar. Nope. <laughs> no, need to go to the Lunar River and find Belladon flowers. Um, and uh, basically grind them up and uh, just get a few of them, grind them up, and then drink them with some water and said it'd be painful, but I mean, Which I'd rather do it. that. Yeah, it just kind of sounds like poison. Yeah, it, it, goes, it is poison, but... Is, uh, are these Belladonna flowers, are they something that I would have known about? Uh, roll a medicine check. Can I also roll one, too? Um, like, where I come from. Um, Absolutely not. Oh. Yes, you can roll. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I'm just saying, because, um, like, coming from, like, the church and everything, and like focusing on kind of like undead and stuff like that. Uh, is that like something that I would have heard of? Maybe. Uh, give me a give me a medicine check, Store and Moranis. Well, I, I would say I was thinking more like just the flower in and of itself. Can this be in nature for me instead? Yeah, I'll allow that. Go ahead. Well, off to a good start. Um, that's a five plus three and eight. Uh, so- dirty twenty for me. Okay, uh, we'll go with Store first. Uh, store, um, you know that like Bella means pretty, uh, in in some in some languages, probably like High Elf. You're like, oh yeah, I've heard that Bella translates to pretty. Um, it might be pretty strong, but like you, nothing really like clicks or like crosses over beyond that for you. Pretty um, sure he's gonna die. High Elf, High Elvish is Italian canon. <laughs> uh, so. Do what? I said like high elvish is ca- is Italian canon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Moranis, with your dirty twenty, um, you you've heard of a flower uh, store, Xander? Did you guys describe kind of like relay everything that Casemar had said about the flower and like what to look for? Yeah, we would have tried yes. to give as much information. You've you've heard of a flower that looks similar um, in Gallo, in that around area. Um, it's known as a deadly nightshade. And you know that it's a powerful poison that can expel, um, that can get things out of the body. Um, but uh, knowing if it translates exactly, you're you're uncertain. But if you saw it in person, you would be able to see if it was the same thing. It can also be covered by frog's breath. Anyone? <laughs> okay. No, I no, I don't. Sorry, but... Nightmare Before Christmas. Sally. Puts mm-hmm. oh, oh, that's right. Oh, speaking of... I know that people on the podcast won't be able to see it, but I got... I just refound them. But I have uh, Oogie Boogie's like dice. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! I have like a bunch of them. Oh hell yeah! 
It's crazy that you're gonna ship us all one. Like that's so nice of you. Like, like the two's like. Shit. <laughs> I need to get a set of that for. Well, if we ever get, you know, if if Marana survives to be higher level and that <laughs> that sneak attack starts building up those d6s, I need to get some oogie boogie. It literally is oogie boogie Yahtzee. That's amazing. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, so, Moranis, you're fairly certain that it is in lo- everything that Casemer kind of relayed is you. You can you know of a parallel to that from where you're from. Um, that it gotcha. all seems kind of add up. Um, Luvash uh, looks at you all and goes, "They're they're his houses. You can stay in them, but if." I know you're busy, and I know you have things to do, um, but if you ever head a little further west, um, have you heard of Wizard of the Wines? Um, the the winemakers here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, my my cousin Rotka, he's a, another Vishtani boy. Um, good, good boy. A uh, b- bit of a stutter and a bit skittish. Um, but He's a nice kid. Yeah, he is. Wait, do you, he's the one that brought know? us here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, he did not mention that. Um, well, uh, he um, he came through uh, about five nights ago, and um, four or five, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, and he, we sent him uh, on horseback to go and. See what was going on with the Wizards of the Wine. Uh, they they haven't been sending out wine like they usually do, and he about a one day ride on a horse and two day walk from here. And well, you do the math. I'm a little worried about him. If uh, if you could go and see if you can find him out further west, maybe he's drunk off his ass there. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I I would be if I if I went to a winery. They have all the wine tasting. But um, I understand if you have more pressing matters to deal with. I think um, we can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Um, we can go out that way because um, we have to basically go that way anyway. Um, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out and see, see if we can locate him. Thank you. I'm so I, glad I, I know directions. It's like, um, West is like back towards Vallaki and Barovia. We are not going. That's the east. Wrong way. <laughs> that's full east. I'm never going to eat shredded wheat. Never eat soggy waffles. Never eat never sour, eat sour watermelon. watermelon. melon. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I threw, the, I threw the map back up. Um, further, further west... Um, you guys, um, it doesn't have a, a label on it, but this little area right here would be, if you held out the map, like Lubash would very easily kind of point out that this spot right here is a two day walk from where you're at now. Okay. Uh, is, question. Cause I, I can't remember when it was that we saw this. I remember seeing something about or being said something about like seeing lightning strikes coming out from somewhere was that across the the lake or is that in the direction of the wizards of the wine so uh the lightning strikes so uh uh it was actually more so dead set across okay that's what i thought so 
when the raven flew over, um, you saw the campfire down here where you're currently at. Uh, you saw a wagon leaving Velaki uh, out of its gate, and then you saw the lightning strikes due north. Um, there's a mountain range up here. Uh, this map doesn't really show it as great, but it's Mount Baratoke. And um, so that's kind of like the foothills of that in the forest there is where you saw those lightning strikes. And that is the the same area that you guys have heard about a some wizard or magic user that had fought Strahd. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I yeah. wanted to make sure of. I remember there being something about a wizard in that direction, too. So I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of weird things going on in these forests. So, so with that, yeah, you you guys have just been offered a place to stay, um, a little base of operations, if you will. So, cool. Thank you very much for the offer. We'll probably take you up on that. Well, you're welcome. It's I mean they're not our houses. They're they're his, but you know nobody's nobody's been in the ones that he's pointing at for a while. They. Dusk elves go off on hunting parties, uh, adventuring groups. They've been here long enough. They're exploring every every corner of the place. Sounds good. I think we should probably uh, start heading out because we are kind of on a time limit here. Yeah, and about now it's it's a little afternoon. Um, you're, you're getting close to. Um, probably yeah probably about one o'clock and you know that you've maybe got five or six hours before sunset so okay so we now officially have a list of of all the things that we still need to check out so we've got the dragon ghost haunted mansion that's the closest thing to us Yes. Um, where we can find silver weapons, we have to get the dagger from Bereze, which we could do either of those in either order. Um, the fortune teller told us about possibly finding a friend in Bereze as well. Um, then once we get that dagger from Bereze, we have to bring the dagger back to Casimir, so we can he can take us to the Amber Temple. We can maybe bring his sister back from the dead. Uh, and in that same Amber Temple, there's a sword of sunlight behind Amber Doors. While we're doing all of that, we have to look for this fucking flower. And if we really want to, for Lukash, go see, you know, the guy that brought us here to begin with and check on him and make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like how he gave us a ride? Yeah, I'm. Lo- I mean, I'll be honest. I'm assuming this conversation is not having in front of Lukash, Luvash, whatever. Yeah, I I imagined you guys had kind of like started walking. Okay. Back towards the forest. I'll be honest with you guys. If I see Ratka, I probably just want to kill him. Uh, I mean, I don't want to kill him, but he's definitely getting a swift kick in the ass. Yeah, it's pretty rude to bamboozle people into another country <laughs> another plane that, even that, that really wasn't him though like it was the the head of the that Vistani group and like we agreed to it he just was the one that they told to take us 
Yeah, but here's the thing. He knows Barovia, and he literally brought us over and abandoned us. So... I, I think we abandoned him. Nope. He definitely abandoned us, and also, we did not agree. I was highly against this from the start. As a group, That's... we agreed. Wait, no, I thought we, we went to Barovia, and he was like... Uh, whatever, I don't know. And he was like, I gotta go drop this off. I'm like, okay, we'll see you later. He's like, yeah, for sure. And then vanished. Oh, I, th- I thought he like went and actually did that errand and we just like deuced out. I mean, he probably did. But the thing is, he was supposed to come find us again. And he never did. And then we had to leave. Very quickly. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say we've been drinking him in this wine. What? Yes. Is that one more time? One more time? Yeah. They're fucking wizards, and all they do is make wine in a in a world that looks like it can't fucking grow anything that's good. So, I still think they've been using people to make the wine. <gasps> I haven't. Oh, that is far less sexual than I thought you meant. No, yes. Oh, absolutely. Cannibalism <laughs> wine. Yes. Yes. It was definitely going grotesque and not sexual. I was like, what the fuck? Look, BJ, not all straight people do everything in a sexual sense, okay? I mean, some of <laughs> sucks <do>. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. Oh. You're, you're, you're damn right, BJ. I could never be you. <laughs> Couldn't and, be me. And I mean, I mean that in the most humble way possible. God bless you. Um, so I think we should uh, hit up the haunted house. Yeah, but we we definitely need to find this flower. Yeah, can we go get that flower first? Isn't um, it like all the way on down the river? Well, we have to follow. We have to pass the river to get to this mansion, yeah, and then we I have to follow the, the river. Yeah, then we have to follow the river to uh, Breeze. So, if we want to try, or did you did you ask Casimir if like how long you have until you need to drink this tea before uh, it will be effective? Moonrise. Okay, so oh, we, need like to, we need to find it tonight. Hours. Tonight, yes. Yeah, so right like away. within like six oh. hours. Oh, right. you didn't. I didn't. You didn't tell us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We got to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, in that let's, case, flower first. Let's go ahead yes. to the river. Uh, real, real quick. Um, point of order on the your 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 favorite items. Um, your 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 favorite person is gonna like help you um isn't in isn't she may be there uh but it she wanders this world alone um looking for her mentor um she is going to be um somewhere in the mist near saint markov's abbey markovia's abbey okay no yes i i have that written but i also have written uh, protection from uh, protection, great symbol of hope, friend of hers, dead village drowned by river, ran by evil. Uh, I don't remember ever saying friend of hers. Uh, it's definitely a holy symbol in a dead village drowned you know, by. I a thought river. it was a relic. Is that what we were looking yeah. for? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, whatever. I don't know why I said friend of hers. It's in parentheses though, so. Because I think the the person we're looking for is at church, 
or some shit like that. Yeah. You guys are doing so good with churches, so like I'm super excited to see you. <laughs> go. Our track record, literally, Irina will never be safe anywhere unless it's with us. Because if she goes to a church, it's gonna burn to the ground. There's an undertone with this campaign. I just want to point that out. Absolutely. So, <laughs> we have one holy man, and the rest of us hate all gods. No, I'm just kidding. That's like speak for yourself. I literally get visions. From I was about gods. to say. I love actually. I love that both Clara and Marana's both are like fuck gods for the most part fuck gods but then also have their own god of like we're chill with this one one but like everybody else like fuck them yeah we're cool but fuck you exactly um so um you guys are making your way so downtown yeah walking fast faces pass in the woods never i think this has been like the fourth time we've done that and will only continue to happen It is an unwritten D&D rule that any time, like, you have to. Um, so, um, we, we, we've thrown out a lot of, a lot of different places. Moranis has just, like, got his little notebook out walking through going, okay, so this, this, and this. It's like Jiminy Cricket in Kingdom Hearts. Like, this is your journal. Yeah. Um, so, what are we doing? Flower first. Yeah, Flower. We're, we're going to the river. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then I think the order should be flower first. If we pass the haunted mansion before the flower, we'll do it on the way back. That's fine. And then Breeze, come back, do haunted mansion unless we've already done it. Drop off shit to the house. Gotcha. And then continue from there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we'll pretty much go like parallel. Like, I mean, not parallel, but like we're going to do like hard west from where we are right now follow the river river. down from there and then yeah if we pass the mansion in our hunt for those flowers yeah we have to find a place to cross perfect wait i don't think we need i don't think we needed to find a place to cross did we yeah yeah we're on the right side we could just swim yeah it's well Well, you can't well that and like it's i don't know i mean it, it, it We'll see if there's a, a a way across the river as we follow down it. I think we'll 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 get there when we get there, kind of thing. Someone's on the wrong side of the river. So okay, uh, with that, as you guys move into the forest, what is the marching order? Um, first, I'm assuming, since I know what the back. flower looks like, and I'm, I'm probably second. Nature boy. I'll go third. Okay, uh, so. There is a bit of a time crunch here. So, uh, Moranis, go ahead and for this, uh, kind of trying to find your way towards the river, make a survival check. Do you have a favored... um, Moranis, what is your favored terrain? With the rules that we're using, I don't have any. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I I couldn't remember if I've called that out before or not. Yeah, because because I'm using the... um, class feature variants I do not believe I have any favored anything okay perfect yeah because that's that's Uh, how I get the favored enemy which is my like hunter's mark without actually casting the spell and stuff like that okay perfect perfect can Um, I give him the help action of course of course oh um guidance yeah guys we good uh that's a 24 so you come out um, at Old Bone Grinder. You've been going east. No, uh, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Where's that at? Solid twins are topsy turvy. Uh, okay. Um, and go ahead and because it's because it's Moranis, Clara, Xander, store. No, it's Moranis, Xander, Clara, store. Okay. Well, um, I'm pr- I'm probably gonna me. say, could, should we do like a diamond formation? I think it'd be right. Be easier if we just and faster if we just went straight, like a single file. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially because, like, Xander does know these forests decently well, so, like, him and me definitely need to be up front. Yeah. And so, Irene is hey. with us, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maranis, Xander, go ahead and give me perception checks. Oh, that's not good. Neither is mine. 13. Oh, 16. Okay. Moving through the forest, um, it's definitely much more lush here. You you get the you, Maranis, You know, the closer you get to a body of water, the thicker the forest is going to be. Um, you don't really feel like as you kind of like look around, uh, Maranis, You're very keen on like finding the trail, and you you do find, and you move from you know, deer trail to deer trail, and you do find in about little less than an hour the Luna River. It's about 20 feet wide and uh, pretty strong rushing water uh, that is flowing south. Um, so everything's kind of in line so far with what you've been told. Uh, the other side is also covered in a thick forest. So the solitude just kind of keeps going for a little bit uh, from what you can see from right here. Um, we following it. Where are we following the water flow south? Yes. So are Perfect. we... Right. Oh shit. So like, there, or are we closer to like? Right. Yeah. Here? Yeah. That's, okay. That's where I was thinking. Perfect. So, uh, let's go ahead and do another round of. Uh, let's do another um, survival check, Moranis. Uh, Same thing. Guidance. I will extend the help action. 22. 22? Okay, perfect. Uh, and then Moranis and Xander, if you guys can give me another set of perception checks. Guidance, guidance. Oosh. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. Okay, hang on. With Wait, the guidance. Uh, guidance because, is a D4, well, right? Well, hang on, hang on. Guide, with guidance, since I'm a rules lawyer for myself, I'm going to do it for... Yeah, yeah, be fair. you can only do it. You can only do one it for person. once. And if we are in a single file line and you're in the back, you can't touch you any, can't either touch. of us. That's why I was going to run up and... Tap. Okay. I'll do it for Moranis. You want to do it for me? Like, okay. Good job. Because I, I mean, it lasts for a minute, so yeah. So you, you have to wait a minute in between each, and you have to like watch up. So uh, okay, yeah. So uh, for future reference, just give everybody a little head pat. Yeah, I didn't. He said he, he said he gave it to me though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a twenty-seven. I got twenty-seven as well. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Look at these boys. All right, George is so, like fine. Um, I won't help next time. <laughs> Uh, Maranis, what was your um, what was your survival check? The the latest one was a twenty two. Okay, um, so moving along the water, um, you guys, it there are parts where the the beach kind of gets really close and it's very small, but you you be able to find your your footing, kind of pointing out like where's safer places to step and everything as the water does swiftly rush by you. 
um, you're able to notice that everything's kind of turning down and the further in you go there are starting to be the trees are starting to get less and less as you're able to kind of look up and as you're kind of almost coming out of the forest you do see mountains start to kind of like rise up on your sides um but other than that uh, fairly uneventful um nothing really that you've seen uh, it's now about two hours you got about three maybe four hours until uh moonrise so. have they seen any flowers on the way down uh, nope hang on Not a flower yet we what? we it was one o'clock when we left it took us mm-hmm. an hour to get to the river an hour down okay. mm-hmm. so about three right okay never mind yeah moonrise is about six o'clock give or take so um yeah all right so you still haven't seen any flowers there's been a couple of little little wilted looking white flowers of kind of like just kind of been sitting in the water um the water itself still rushing pretty quickly um not anything you'd want to get really into at this point in your journey um but like i said the forest is kind of thinning out let's do uh, another round of let's do another round of survival and perception checks Survival is a 14. Okay. And then I would do the guidance on the the perception. Pro- maybe the wrong one. We'll see. Perception is a 26. Mine was a 17. Okay. So you walk and you walk and you walk. And with a 14, you're kind of aware of everything. Uh, but you do start to get to a point to where the trees are kind of popping up in patches as things do kind of get a little bit more rocky. Um, and then as you kind of walk, you do kind of notice that there is a, a small fog that does kind of roll in. And deeper into this walk, you do kind of start to feel the the ground turn a little rocky then soft and mushy in, in, in spots not all the way there yet and Moranis you know that this is kind of the far far outlier of that swampy mucky kind of gross area so you know you're getting closer to Breeze the sunken city and as you move further down what was the perception checks from both of you? Uh, 17. And 26. Okay. You start to notice the long stems for the belladonna flowers, Moranis, and they look just like just like the nightshades that you're used to from your home. And you even find a crumpled up petal, this dark purple color. Um... But it looks like. Roll a uh, investigation check for me. Guidance. Boop. Boop. 
18 plus 5, so 23. Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell, kind of like move apart from everybody and kind of start to look at these small bushes and you realize that very recently there's, you know, kind of move some of the fog away. Very light footprints, but somebody's been through here recently and has been picking the belladonna flowers. And there's probably like two bushes, like right here. And they're empty? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean... Too bad none of us are a druid. Right. What'd you say? So too bad none of us are a druid. Isn't someone a druid? I am. Do you have druid craft? I don't believe so. You could force it to bloom. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have druid craft. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, no, I don't believe it do. It's the druid equivalent of prestidigitation. It is my favorite. Did you choose your new cantrips for your new class? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well. Um. Alright, I mean, yeah, like, I pointed out to everybody, um, and then I'll even point out the footprints, and, uh, can I try and see, like, if, uh, I get a direction away from them? They continue going south. Should we try to track them? I mean... It, uh, we'll keep an eye out for more um, flowers, but this this may be our only option is getting them from whoever took them. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, that's what so, I meant. Should we track the person who took them? Yeah. yeah so, I think, sorry. If we're tracking, um, go ahead and it's another nature check or another survival check. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Um, Help action. Thank you. Um, uh, it's a dirty 20. So following this trail, it, it leads kind of almost directly the same trail you were kind of following, but it, it does take a few turns where it kind of walks away from the Luna River and kind of like dips into the Swalage Wood, the little patches of it. And as you kind of like look through the forest, um, you're not really walking on a trail as you go into the woods, but as you look back at the Luna River through the, you know, through the trees and everything, you can see where the river just kind of like ends and there was no walkway. So whoever you're following knows, like knows these woods, knows this area. Um, but as you start to, um, are you are you doing this quietly or are you just kind of like following Scooby-Doo style? Um, I mean, I'll give it to you on my on how well that role was of like, if I start to notice that the tracks are starting to look fresh, then I'll like kind of signal out and like start being stealthy. Yeah, as you probably about twenty minutes or so of following these trails, this track, you know, as you kind of get back out to the river, you do notice that it is they are getting much more fresh that the the breaks and like the little sticks here and there like that you've walked through are freshly snapped so probably a good time for a stealth roll from the party story's gonna hang back then he's gonna keep following the river send me a message when uh 
when y'all figure this out because uh, he doesn't do well with stealthy. So are you going to are you going to stop in the woods store? Okay. So he's going to hang by the river. Okay. Um, so like you're going to like stop in place. Other other, I mean yeah, because that I mean other ways otherwise we'd just completely get separated like and never be able to find each other. Um, so I was like, I'll be die here. Soon, you're gonna die My soon. check was an 18. I will be back in like 10 seconds. One second. Uh. <laughs> Store, do you want to? Do you want to at least keep Irina with you, just in case? I'll leave that up to her. And Irina goes. I I feel safe with Store. If everybody else thinks that's that's a good idea, it's better than him being by himself. Yes, I can protect him. And she pulls out her her long sword and goes, "All right," and ready's in action. All right. <laughs> uh, stealth roll. I got a twenty-four. Okay. Sorry, Clara. 20, 25, sorry. Hold on. Before um, before Xander rolls his stealth, Storage is just going to kind of crouch down, get real up close to him, and just on his nose, just boop, guidance. Okay, Xander rolled an 18, so add a d4 to that, Xander. Oh, he already rolled out, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 21. Just wanted to kind of boop Perfect. And Clara, what'd you get? 16. 16? Okay. My guard. I have a plus plus five to stealth, and I rolled like shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you've been teaching me, and now I have a plus 11. So. Maranis, as you lead your now th- trio along these trails, these footprints you suddenly see a second pair of footprints kind of come from out of the forest. And it's two sets walking side by side with each other. They look about the same size? One's a little bit bigger. Maybe like a shoe size or two. They're humanoid in nature. And they are... Oh, they're barefoot or are they... Barefoot. Okay. And you... uh, start to come out to a, a light clearing uh, roll a roll a perception check for me everybody I'm really good at this 25 26 28 god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to being quiet thank you so much I'm really good <laughs> All right. the lowest roll. so you are kind of in the forest a little bit. Uh, there is a, a pretty definite trail that you're kind of following at this point. Um, you kind of look out, and about 110, 120 feet from you, you see the river, and there's a small island in the middle of the river, and on it you see two humanoid Esque figures as they are kind of grunting and they are covered in gray mud and they've got like rocks and twigs and sticks kind of like caked on them. Pieces of bark are like on like their skin, like armor. They are just on this island, and as you look, Moranis, uh, very easily 
you and everybody else can see the flowers and these uh, little little groups, these two bushes, and they are starting to pick them. How far away is the island? Uh, it is about 110, 120 feet. How Shit. far away are we from store? From where we left store? Uh, he is probably... You guys walked for quite a bit away from him. Um, he's probably a good 400 yards away. Oh, well, good luck. Do, uh, do, does the river keep going? Like, does it appear that there's, like, beyond this, there's more, like, uh, more flowers? Because we could just ignore them. Actually, with with your perception, Jack, uh, yeah, it does. Um, it does kind of take a very steep kind of incline deeper into marshland and um, as this kind of fog does kind of cover everything but the river itself and the fog itself is maybe six or seven inches like off the ground um, it's not very very high um, looking kind of actually beyond it you can actually see a rise kind of going up on these um, these mountains not too far away uh, maybe about two or three miles, but you do see a um, what looks to be a a mansion of some kind on a cliff face, um, kind of overlooking everything. How far from the shore is the island? Uh, the shore from the island, it's give or take, um, give or take, probably 10, 15, 20, 25, about 30 feet. Cool, 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 cool. So if someone were to, like, say, walk up to the riverbank, they could potentially get, like, 30 feet to grab the plants, right? Because we, we just need the blossoms, yeah. or do we need the plant? The flowers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I... I want... I'm going to turn to you two, and I'm, I can go up to the riverbank and use magic to get the plants right now. Uh, I mean, without being seen? I mean, I can try, but, like, even if we are seen, okay. Okay, well, if we're gonna do that, then why don't... Hmm. I mean, unless somebody can make me invisible, but, like... I can only make myself invisible. Well, I mean, if you can be invisible, go pick them. Like, I like that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's they're in the, I, it's an island in the I middle of the river. I can make you invisible. As you guys are having this conversation, you look up and you notice that both of the figures are now turned around from the bush, looking directly in your direction, and you hear one of them go. And from all around you, you hear this. As you hear the sound of like popping sticks and vines kind of moving along everything. Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back and roll some initiative. I'm so mad. For the record, that means that Clara is going to be the one that got seen. Because you got a 16 on stealth. Xander oh, and I nice. both got over 20. I was like, what the fuck? Why would it be me? Man, uh, I have a plan. So I have a plan for this. This is okay. Good. We can make it through this. How are we going to get store here? Shatter. 
Does not matter. <laughs> we actively the store has made his he's he made his bed. Now he has to lie in it. Just do something really loud. I'm sure he'll hear it. It's fine. All right. We split the party. Every time. He does every it every time. time. And I'm like, roll poorly, my dude. It's okay. Like, it's okay to make bad rolls. Or, you know, um, I do have pass without trace. Pass without a trace. And I was waiting for you to use it. And he was like, no, I'll stay. And I was like, oh. Pass without a trace. That would have been nice. I am going to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hey there, adventurers. This is Nick Fundora. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back with more I Eat the Dragon. All right, let's go ahead and jump back in with, I need everybody who's present, Clara, Moranis, and Xander, to roll initiative. Can Store like, do a perception? He's going, like, they're both going to be listening for, one, anything around them, and two, maybe any attacks that are super loud. Roll, because you're pretty far away upstream like up yeah. river by and a raging river like a natty one or something so it doesn't really roll matter. roll go ahead and roll me a perception check boot my own nose guidance okay and that's a d4 right yeah oh oh hell yeah uh 21 21 Give me my one good roll for the night. Well, we'll say you hear shouting out uh, from the two of the these weird wood people as they're as they're summoning whatever it is they're summoning. Uh, and Irina goes, "Did you hear that?" Because she rolled a twenty-two. Um, uh, <laughs> they're literally over a thousand feet away. That's amazing. Well, well also, like, that's not, that's unfortunately <laughs> not going to get him to move. That's going to be like, oh, something's coming. So they're going to, like, start getting ready. But hopefully right. they'll make, like, an attack or something. And <laughs> So, uh, all right. With that, uh, 20 to 25. 22. All right. 15 to 20. 15. 18. The one time I roll high is on initiative. Great. Xander, what was yours? 15. 15? Who's got the higher decks? He what? rolled eight. He, I he rolled 18. 18. I rolled 15. Oh, sorry. I heard 15. One five. All right. Yeah. Oh. Perfect. All right. Give me one second. <laughs> I was like, improbably Xander. <laughs> all right. So let me just get all this stuff sorted out and settled. But welcome to the battle map. So you guys can see that you're in the uh, the map is facing south as the top of it. You guys are pretty far back. And let me, let me zoom all the way out. I forgot. Yeah, it's a pr- I can't do that yet. Okay. Do what? Aim. Because aim's a cutting action. I don't get cutting action until second level. Second level, my dude. I can. Yeah, you can. I can't. (laughs) 
Okay, so if everybody is ready. So as you hear the uh, like and shouts coming from the two strange people, almost dropped all of my dice on the floor uh, from on the island as they're picking the belladonna flowers. Uh, is this is this? Go ahead and make sure that you guys are exactly where you want yourselves on this map in this southern section. Well, I mean that's not where I wanted it to be, but also like, I mean, we weren't trying to trigger anything, and then something happened. So I feel like that's okay. what it would have been. Perfect. All right, so I'm gonna move you over just a little bit more. There we go. More. There were more characters. I had to take them off. Um, so, immediately to your left, Xander and Clara, you see these vines kind of come filing out of the trees as they kind of roll along the ground towards you. Um, and they make attacks on both you, Xander, and Clara. Uh, and then to your right, Moranis, you see these uh, Groot-esque looking creatures kind of like walk out. They're like w- entirely wood-covered bodies with these little spines, these little uh, thorns kind of covering them as uh, two kind of come out and start making their way towards you, Moranis. Uh, Xander and Clara, let's go ahead and roll some attacks here. So, uh, so I don't think a 12 or a 13 are going to hit either of you. Uh, so as these vines come out for Xander and Clara, they both just kind of like, and like they kind of like hit at the ground in front of you and beside you, um, missing. And then Zan- or, uh, Moranis, a 19 and a 5. Um, I think the 19 is actually going to hit. Yes, 19 will hit. All right. So this uh, comes out to you with these claw-like needles on its hands as it takes one large swipe at you and that's going to do uh, six points of damage as it <laughs> comes in and does the, you kind of feel it because it pops up beside you and hits you, you feel like it kind of gets like the full like burst of its punch. Um, and with that, we're going to start off at the top of the initiative order. Um, so uh, across on the island, these two figures, they kind of look and they draw their bows um, and they both take shots that is a nine and a 13. Uh, Xander and Clara, those are going to both. So they're gonna take their arrows and they're going to, and both of them are gonna shoot shots at you and they're going to just kind of sail like right back off into the forest. Um, and with that, Moranis, it is your turn with Clara on deck. All right. Um, old crowd favorite, bonus action. I'm gonna cast that for strike. Uh-huh. Um, since I don't have a cutting action yet. Um, and then I'm gonna bolt away from this, these two uh, beside me. Uh, okay. And go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, as far away as I can. And then I'm gonna take um, three shots at uh, the one closest to me. So this one here. Okay. Go ahead. Um, okay. 
Oh, and you moved out of both of their reach, didn't you? Yes, but Zephyr strikes, so my movement does not uh, You're do opportunity right. attacks. Yes, sir. Um, Go ahead. First one's a 15 to hit. Uh, that first 15 will, as your arrow flies, he moves, and it just just gets him with that 15. Oh, the 15 hits? Yes. Okay, barely. then all, all three hit, because the other one's a 25 and a 28. Perfect. Let it loose. So 24 plus 6 is 30. 42 points of damage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody goes Rangers shit, my dude, but come on. That's I a love fucking Rangers. 5d8 damage. Jesus Christ. So you, you land your first shot and it like the guy kind of like moves to his right a little bit and the arrow just kind of like clips him and he like looks down at it and goes huh barely got me as two more arrows just kind of sail and sink like one like square in the thigh and the other gets him like right in the neck as he goes down to one knee and just kind of like looks at his friend like but he's not down but he you have definite like he is blood is shooting out of his neck and he's like trying to figure out what happened so quickly to him um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good. It, that's that was some good. <laughs> that was some good stuff. All right, Clara, it's your turn with Xander on deck. Dope shit. Um, and that was with no sneak attack too. I can only do it one round like that, that's all. Right. So we're going Thank to you. bonus action disengage. Um. Boom. So suck it little vines. Um and then Poor Xander. That's what I was thinking. It's like bye Xander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, we're doing this to save you. I was like, we have to stop them from getting the plants. Um, So I'm going to cast Magic Missile at second level. Hell yeah. So that's three darts, so I'm going to roll. I'm going to aim for the the one who took an arrow to the knee, so. Uh, He cast shield as a reaction. (laughs) I mean, he can try, uh, because that's a dirty 20. Oh yeah, you're all three of your missiles are just going to. Well, I'm just only I I control where they all go. I'm only doing one okay. for him. One for him? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then that's a twenty-four, and then another twenty-four. So yeah, one's gonna go to him. Okay. And then the other two are gonna go to him, and then. Oh, that's right, because you're doing Jim's magic missile. Jim's magic missile, not regular magic missile. Oh, okay. So on a hit, it does 2d4 instead of 1d4. 
but it has a possibility of missing. Correct. Um, so that is four and three is seven for the bleeding guy. As your magic missiles hit him, they kind of like pop with these like bright sparks and he just <gasps> like he's like leaned up on his bow. Just, Blood just kind of like popping out of his mouth. Eyes open still. Garbage. Well, that's fine. Um, his friend lo- like l- like looking in fear at like the eight seconds that this has taken to occur. Uh, well, his, as he's looking in fear, he gets hit with 14 points of damage as he gets blasted by two of my darts. And they just kind of explode on him, sending sparks kind of everywhere. Um, he kind of takes those in stride um, as his... Um, as his skin had a little bit more of this weird bark on it. Um, and he gets... Uh, does it sound like that they were speaking a language we understand, or, like, no? Um, they really haven't said anything to each other yet. They've kind of, uh, like, made calls out and stuff. Like, Then can I, like, a free action just shout, we're, we don't want to kill you, we just need the flowers. Uh, he looks at his uh, he looks at his comrade and just kind of <clears throat> he furrows his brow, snorts. Sorry. Well, enjoy death. So, anything else you want to do, Clara? Nope, that is my movement action and bonus action. Dope. Uh, thank Z- you so, so much. Xander, it is your turn with a whole bunch of creepy things on deck. Alright, uh, I'm going to move right in the center of these two guys. Um, and then I'm going to look at the one down here. Okay. And um, I'm going to pull out both of my rapiers and take a couple slashes at them. Okay. Uh, the first one, oh, it's a nat 20 to hit. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. And then the second one is a uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, those are both easily going to slice into these vines. Uh, what do we got? All right, so the nat 20 is going to be uh, 11 double. points of damage. Do you double the dice? You double? Yeah, yeah, I rolled a three. Okay. Um, and okay. then the next one is going to be, oh, shoot, um, five points of damage. So 16 points of damage in total to that guy. And then um, I'm going to uh, use a bardic inspiration and... Uh, do a slashing flourish, which um, deal extra damage equal to the number you rolled on the die to the target you hit and any other creature within five feet of you. So this is going to be to both of them. So that's an extra three points of damage to both of them. Oh, yeah. Come on, Marty. Whirling dervish here, man. (laughs) Hell yeah. Look at this guy just just sliding through. A little bit of werewolf venom just... Like Come out of this shoulder, slide <laughs> through. So that is uh, fourteen. It was at. You said uh, it so. was. Um, three points to the guy uh, to my south, or like okay. up here, and then it was nineteen in total. I think. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen okay. in total to the first guy. Yeah. Okay, nineteen in total to the first guy. All right, it's still there. You've chopped off as you kind of like swung through. Um, several of its like vines have kind of like like fallen to the ground as it like shambles around you, um, but it, it is still there. It's still hanging out. Um, doesn't look great. You've you've chopped off actually quite a bit of it. Um, 
So, uh, and then did you do anything to the one below you? You mean like down here? Uh, this one right here. Yeah. Oh, th- 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 that's the one that took the 19 points of damage. This one okay. took three points of damage. Three? Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I got those backwards then. All right, so perfect. So as you move in between them, you're just swishing and swirling your sword, your rapiers, and just, just chopping them up. Uh, literally looks like a scene from Edward Scissorhands. Hands. Um, Okay, perfect. Anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, nope, that's it. What did the bardic inspiration, were you just like humming to yourself as you were like going through? Yeah, probably just humming some random tune to myself. Perfect. Uh, Clara Morales, you kind of like hear him humming as you kind of like look back over your shoulder and just see him just like slicing up these guys. I um, love Eye of the Tiger, it's so good. <laughs> um, question. Yeah. <laughs> Can, can you bloody the one who's dying just yes. for future reference? Like, because I was like, wait, I don't know which one's near death. Thank Boom! You. You're very welcome. All right, so I, um, I'm just—he's just literally like, bum, he, bum, bum, but just like he, while like swirling, like and just, just by himself. Just, <clears throat> but like, I'm, it's also it's like very anime. Like he does like leaps and it's like slow slow motion dramatics, like blades. Oh my god, I'm so it. into it. A little <laughs> bit of like sweat drips down. It glitters as it falls. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So excellent. Well, with that, it is now our strange spiky creatures turn uh, as two more are going to wander out of this large brush of forest and it's going to stop here Jesus and the other one is going to stop just beside it and these two right here in the front are going to sling a series of needles towards Moranis so let's see this mm-hmm. makes sense. Needle lights? Perchance. Uh, so that is a 22, uh, 21, sorry, uh, from one of them, and then a 12 from the other. 22 will hit. 12 will All right. That is going to be six points of damage as this, uh, this first one that comes up kind of slings, just it takes its arm and just flings it out, and these series of needles just kind of and kind of like they land like right above your hip on your side as you're kind of like looking out towards uh, the two uh, humanoids on the island. Uh, the other one is going to send some, they're kind of like land in the river and they're gonna sail across. Uh, the needle blights below uh, you that were previously entangled with you, Moranis, they're going to both do the same needle attack towards Xander. Um, That is a 17 for one and a six for the other. I believe the 17 will hit. Yes, it will. And that's going to be nine points of damage as it kind of sends needles and they kind of like stick into like where the werewolf had bitten you, Xander. And uh, you kind of like let out like, oh, as they kind of just sting in. Um, And that is going to be the needle blight's turn as the vined creatures kind of begin to look at you, Xander, and they're going to latch on to you and make two attacks on you. Um, So, uh, let's double check this real quick. So I need you to make a strength saving throw. Uh, That is not my best. 
That is my worst, actually. You are? Oh. No. That is a four. That is a four. Okay, so the first one just kind of like like grabs around you and like latches onto you, uh, and you are currently restrained. Boy. So, yay, you cannot move. So restrained creature speed becomes zero, uh, and track rolls against you have advantage. Um, and yeah. Cool. Yay. Uh, perfect. So the second one is going to come up and it is going to make an attack on you with advantage. That's a 17. That's a 16. Uh, so I think, yeah, both of those are going to hit anyway. Um, so let's see. Da, da, da. Oof. So you're going to take, oh, okay, six damage uh, as they just kind of just like kind of hit you with uh, this bludgeoning damage from their vines. Uh, it's me. Two, yes. Okay. Uh, two more are going to wander out and make their way towards Clara. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So they're both actually going to be able to get right on to you, Clara. Uh, one of them, Clara, is going to try to restrict you. Make a strength saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen. So as these vines kind of begin to like try to like wrap around your feet, you start like stomping down on them and like kicking them back and like, like what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, and you are able to kind of like push it back. But the second one that comes up beside you is going to um, take a bludgeoning attack with its vines as it tries to like slap you with them. Um, so that is a eleven, which will not hit. So it's going to like swing wide as you're like dancing, stomping on top of these vines. Uh, they're not going to uh, do anything to you. Um, She's just like grape stomping. Yeah, li- literally, like a little. There's little uh, little bulbs on them that are popping. So, um, but so we are back up to the top of the order, and it is our friend across the across the way. Uh, our our vastly bloodied friend is going to. Uh, kind of like lean back, shoulder his bow, and take a shot uh, right at Moranis. He's going to return fire, um, possibly with his last breath, which is a six tier... 16 16 on the dice, and then... One second. 16 on the dice, and then plus two to hit. So, 18. So that will hit. Just it. Well, it will hit. Uh, Okay, yep. So that is going to be seven points of damage as he shoots this arrow, knowing it will probably be his last. Uh, but as he does it, he gives you the middle finger, <laughs> uh, which to his people is a, a warm welcome to death. Uh, but as it lands, this kind of like hits you um, and kind of smiles. He smiles at you knowing what's about to come for him. Um, and then the second uh, top is going to is going to look and he is going to see what's going on. Let me double check one thing real quick. I think we're close enough for this. Oof. Nope. All right, that's fine, that's fine. 
in that person? No. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, he is going to... He's going to give out this long, high whistle. Um, I almost whistled like on this. I was like, no, don't do that. Um, <laughs> gives out this loud, high-pitched whistle. And then from somewhere south of you, downriver, you hear a loud howl and another loud whistle. And that is going, he's going to, uh, that's going to be his turn um, as he summons something. And Moranis, we're with you with Clara on deck. All right. Um, I'm going to, oh, actually, hang on. Do you think Store could tell where it's coming from? Like which direction? Because I feel like once he hears that, they're going to start moving. Yeah, south. Okay. Then, yeah, I think we're going to start moving down south in a hurry, yeah. thinking that's one of them that might have called us. Uh, you guys are going to cover, you're about, we'll say 900 feet. You guys are going to be able to cover 60 feet every six seconds. So. See y'all in a little bit. See. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, so, Moranis, what are we doing? Let me double check something. Yeah, I'm 105 feet away. So, I'm going to move. Which is probably not going not gonna to be great for me later. But, 5, 10, 15. So that I'm within 90 feet. All right. Yeah, cool. So 90 feet, bonus action, uh, Hunter's Mark, the guy that uh, I have not almost killed. Okay. And then I'm Mark. going to take a... Um, I'm going to take my first shot at the guy that is bloodied. Okay. That's another 15 to hit. Yeah, you're going to... You don't have to worry about rolling... I mean, roll your damage dice. Uh, well, it was to the guy that wasn't almost dead. No, this is the one that is almost dead. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I hunter... Yeah. The other one. Uh, 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage? Okay, yeah. He had one. Uh, so as you send this first arrow, uh, he, w- he just held out his middle finger the entire time as your arrow just lands... <laughs> straight through his eye and he welcomes death like an old friend as he falls back onto the ground um That's his other friend death. Disgusting. right he uh his friend looks over and this rage kind of fills his face uh you're the other attack uh the other attack i'm going to hit the um massive vines closest to me that is mm, yep sorry Xander that's by Clara okay you turn around take some shots low rolls for me that's a 16 to hit Uh, that will hit and 
sneak attack because it's within five feet of Clara. Yes, sir. My you first sneak attack. Uh, first sneak attack of the game. <laughs> this bitch was about to disengage. It's another thirteen. <laughs> another thirteen points. Another thirteen points. Uh, so it is the top one, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So uh, you you send your arrow through, and it like it's a it's a tangled mass of vines and earth and moss. Um, it doesn't really have like a defined shape, but your arrow does kind of sip like shoot in, and it kind of like embeds more than halfway into like what the center of it is, um, and it does kind of give a <laughs> as it takes it, but it's still kind of like swinging at Clara. Cool. That's it for All me. Right. That's it for you, Clara. You're up. Xander, uh, you're going to be making a strength saving throw uh, on when you get up to your turn. So, Clara, what's Don't up? Do it. Um, disengage. Bonus action. Boom. So, disengage. So, you've got two folks on you. Isn't it just disengage with just one? No. Or what, is it's, it all? Okay. It's all. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so you are dis- you are out yep, there. It doesn't specify. It just says you can disengage from combat. Perfect. Um, so then we're going to see our friend across the water, who <laughs> is very rude, um, and, you know, brushed off my fucking bolts like it was nothing. That's fine. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt on him. Ooh, fun times. Honestly, a garbage spell, but we're going to use it anyway. What? It's a d12 da- uh, lightning damage. Second level, it's 2d12, my dude. Um, uh, 17, 11 plus 6. So, this one, as you send this bolt of uh, lightning out towards him, uh, he almost dodges it. He's a little harder to hit than his friend. But this witch bolt just hits. Oh, you love to see that. What is 8 and 9? 17. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Damn. All right, hold on. Let me do some math here. Where's my calculator? Don't worry. He's dead. It's fine. No, he's fine. He's 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 okay right now. You said how much points of damage? 17. He's still standing. Yeah, I think I've only done like 30 plus at the moment. Yeah, he's he's not looking too bad. Um, he's, uh, he's lit up still, because doesn't Witch Bolt, if you're holding concentration on that, you get to just zap him again? It's continuous. It's continuous? Okay. Uh, and is it a concentration? Yes. It is. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Just making sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> I need to level up so I can get Warcaster Kivings. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to do, Clara? Uh, nope, that is movement action and a bonus action. Perfect. Um, right, cool, cool, cool. Just double checking the rules on that. So he's just cackling with like this beam of blue energy. It's all like around him. He's kind of standing there, just like locking eyes with you, Clara. Um, Xander, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Hey, and Dylan, for the record, because Zephyr Strike is still up and concentration, I did roll to con che- I did roll to concentration checks and just barely made it, but I made it. Oh, thank you very much. I forgot to do uh, that. I forget that Zephyr Strike is that a is concentration thing. Z- Xander, an eight. Okay. Uh, a fourteen. 
14. Okay, so as you kind of like feel yourself get squeezed up and you kind of like feel your arms kind of like starting to cross in front of you, you're having a hard time holding on to your swords. You find it like deep within yourself. Maybe it's this werewolf venom that's coursing through your veins or something. I don't know. You pump, you pump out of this entanglement uh, and you're able to, um, you are, uh, you are free. Uh, but that was, that was your action to break free, but you can move if you wanted to. Um, I'm assuming they're still right on top. Like right on top oh yeah, there, there'd be an attack of opportunity. Okay. For both of them, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, mm, okay, let's do it. Uh, Perfect. Uh, one of them rolled a 17. Um, so that will get an attack of opportunity. That's going to be four points of damage as it kind of takes one like okay. swipe at you as you run off. Got it. All cool. right. Uh, and then with that, it is all of our creepy crawlies turn. Uh, so, Clara, you running away from these two up here they're both going to kind of come over and do the same maneuver to Moranis. Uh, the first one is going to, I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw, Moranis. That's crazy how that keeps happening to you guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. 13? 13. 13. Uh, you'll feel these vines kind of like start to like wrap around like your legs and then come for your torso, but you'll kind of like pushing them off with your free hand, not holding your bow, and you'll, you're able to just kind of like shimmy out of it. Uh, the second one does come up and uh, kind of the same pattern that you've seen happen again and again um, is going to come and is going to take a strike at you. Uh, that's going to be a 15. And misses. that's going to miss. This guy's just swing wide of you. Uh, the other two uh, are going to follow after you, Xander. You cannot escape. Uh, but both of them this time are going to take just swings at you. They're not going to try to entangle you. Let's get that one right up on top of you there. Uh, that is a 2 and a 19. Uh, so the 19 will hit. That's going to be a total of 8 points of damage. 8? Eight. 8, yes. As eight? it swings okay. into you. Cool. Yes, sir. As it swings in and hits yes. you hard in the stomach. Uh, kind of you heave for a second uh, and now our needly friends are going to uh, move closer let's see 5 10 15 20 over this way as this one up here is going to send a set of needles straight towards Moranis it's going to be a 17 just hits just hits all right and that's going to be a total of four damage as a set of needles kind of stick in. Like one hits like the top of your head and like two going like your ankle. Um, 13 on concentration check, so I'm good. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and then the other one is going to move up. And it too is going to... Let me double check the range on that. A lot of, a lot of moving parts. Five, ten, ten. All right, so it's going to take 
a on Clara, it's going to take a. Per, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Uh, it doesn't have to take a disadvantage on that. So it's going to shoot over Moranis' head towards Clara. That is a 19. Shit. <laughs> okay. And that is going to be. Nat 20 for concentration? Awesome. Uh, it's going to do a total of eight points of damage as these needles come sailing and they kind of like like sting into your arm. Um, these two down here are gonna kind of move in front of the trail and they're just kind of like gonna stand and they're watching what's happening. Um, now, back up at the top of the initiative order for round three, uh, Clara. You're going to look and see this wolf come racing out of the forest. Why do things keep coming out of the forest towards me? I'm. <laughs> I can only run so many feet. <laughs> this wolf is going to charge at you, Clara, and it is going to engage immediately. Um, and it is going to take its nice. Uh, it's going to come over here and take a bite attack on you. But it's only gonna roll a five. It got nine, rather, with its plus. Uh, it only, um, it got real caught up in running uh, as it takes this like large, <laughs> and it tries to like, it was trying to bite and pull you down to the ground. It's gonna like hits its head on the floor a little bit, but it kind of gets back up and ready. Um, and then, uh, let's see real quick if this happens. That's gonna be a, uh, Xander, uh, from out of the forest, uh, you kind of like look back just in time to see an arrow come from the south below you and just stick in, uh, and as you can't see who is firing at you. It's going to be 13 points of piercing damage. How many? 13. 13, cool. So, yeah, that was a hell of a shot. Um, okay. How you looking? Ah, uh, I'm not not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, yeah. and that, uh, and now our friend up top, he is going to send an arrow sailing straight towards Moranis. It's crazy that he rolled a three on the attack. Ugh. <sighs> Sweet, because. You got saved from a crit. All right. <laughs> oh, nice. Use one of my portraits. Nice. Moranis, as you are dealing with needles being shot into you, fighting off these vines, trying to engulf you, you look back and you see this arrow come sailing straight towards you, and it is coming directly for your head as a bird flies and gets, and the bird hits you. Uh, and the arrow and like the birds can like fall and hit the ground. Some type of divine <laughs> intervention played a role as you look up and Clara just like looks at you. Uh, okay, uh, that is their turn, Moranis. It is you with Clara on deck. All right. Uh, so the first thing I do um, is uh, I will kind of like pull my boat, my arrow back, and as I do, uh, I'll say. Uh, I'll say the elvish word limb, and as I do, um, 
I kind of like speed back up again. I'm recasting Zephyr Strike. Okay. Um, so my first attack will have advantage. And sorry, this is going for the 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 archer that's still on the island. Okay, perfect. Who has my hunter's mark? With even with advantage, it's only a nineteen. Store, you are six rounds away. <laughs> <laughs> so nineteen to hit. Yes, that will hit. Okay, he is hunter's marked, and because I had advantage, it's a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of d6. Uh, that's so uh, it's two d6 and two d8. That's ten. Plus 11 is a 21 plus 6. That's 27 points of damage. Yeah, your arrow sails just home and just goes straight through this guy's gut as he just falls. Like, the arrow goes clean through him. And as he just kind of, like, falls into the river and is carried away by the water. Oh, I didn't want that, but okay. Um, Well... And then I will... I mean, you hit him real fucking hard. <laughs> oh, I know. I just didn't want him to fall in the water, though. I want to get that shit. 5, 10, 15, 20. I'll go about here. Um, and then I'm going to take a shot at the Shramble of Binds um, by Xander that looks... Can, can Do one of them look more chopped up than the other one? Uh, Let's see... Uh, the one furthest from you does. Okay, so the one that's like closest to him. Yes. On on the game board, at least. Um. Then yes, I'll I'll take a shot at that one as well. Perfect. Go ahead. Oh, that's only a fourteen to hit. That will hit. Not very high ACs. That's 11 points of damage. So as you send this second arrow out, it just sails right through him, and you kind of watch as it's like like trying to wrap its like vines around his leg, it's like grabbing at him as you like you hit something inside of it that just makes it just go <laughs> as all the veins go limp and start to immediately turn like gray. Dope, dope, dope. Shit, I'm good. Then that's my turn. Cool. All right, where'd you? Okay, that's where you move. Okay, cool, perfect. All right, Clara, you're up. Xander, you're on deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, you know what's crazy? What? Oh, shit. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I have no finesse weapons. Use the fuck idea. Um, cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to. Are you still got Witch Bolt up? Just shock it. No, I don't. He died. You lose, lose Witch Bolt. He died. You killed so him. So what? That doesn't end your spell. But if the body floated away, it ends when the spell moves out of range. But it's a concentration spell. You could just keep going. It also doesn't say, I look to see if I can just transfer it, and it doesn't say anything about transferring a target. Yeah, it's not like it's a continual arc of electricity kind of thing. Or even so, like, because it's concentration, you should be able to switch targets. 
I mean, it doesn't say anything about that, so I'll leave that up to Dylan. Yeah, I'm gonna say no on that, because technically the one that you had it on moved out, like, was carried away by the water. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Because he's still, he's still technically, he's still technically there. He's not fully carried away. His body. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna say well, no. Well, hang on, because it says on each of your turns, you can use your action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. So if you have the power of choice to even do the damage or not, it's you should be able to just switch targets as long as they're still within the range. I mean, it's okay. I don't necessarily want to keep it up. Because it, that, because that means it's the only thing I can do for a total of, what, 10 rounds? Oh, okay, never, no, okay, okay, okay. I, I did not continue reading, that's my fault. I, under, yeah, I, under, I, like, I understand you what keep, you guys are saying now, okay. Yeah, it, the spell dies. Um, but that's okay, because I'm just going to disengage. Boom. Oh. I'd love to see it. Um, and then I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Oh, and that's 12 plus 6, 18, right? For six, this. Two, 18. For this viney yes. creature. Uh-huh. Because as you race away from this wolf looking very sad, you do manage to pull out your short sword and make contact with this vine creature. Or a schmeek attack. Sure do, because it's a five feet of my friend Xander. Look at God. That's five, three, six, seven, 14 points of damage to this little twiggy lane. So as you come through racing, Xander like looks over his shoulder as you slice right through this thing and you finish the the heavy amount of work that Xander had already put into it. I lied, it was 17, I forgot to add plus three. Oh yeah, it's dead dead. Yeah. As you slice into it, it does um, it does the same thing. It kind of like turns gray and it falls lamp, lamp, lamp on the ground. It <laughs> falls lamp. Falls um, lamp. Well, I do declare. Uh, yeah, and then like, just like free action. She's just going to look at Xander and she's like, well, you look like shit. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Xander, it is your turn. All right. Um... Is there anywhere I could drop something that would make all four of these creatures here within the same range? Like here? Like 10 feet? Like. I, yeah. I, I want to drop Shatter. It's a 10 foot radius. They're 25 feet across. Yeah, you can so hit these two together. You can hit the two in the middle. Okay, so or like, you need like two and two or two and two. Okay, so I, I want to like hit two these two, two for sure. And then okay. I'll just do these two and then that one. All right, so shatter, right? Um, yeah. I guess right there. Yeah. Um, and <sighs> mm, we'll do that at second level. Use them spell Use slots. Them. What they're there uh, for. Yeah. That's never a good sign. That is going to be 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage? So as and you... it is, oh, sorry, it's a con 16 saving throw. 
Okay, let's see here. That is two nat ones and a six. Hell yeah. So the nat ones double. So as you (laughs) set off this explosion that sounds like an entire cathedral's glass just shattered everywhere, Store and Irina racing through the forest hear this loud as they are around five? Five rounds away? Uh... A look of worry across Irina's face as uh, back at the riverside, Xander, Clara, Moranis, you watch as these creatures kind of begin to wither and die. Um, perfect. Anytime, anytime I see a bard cast Shatter, all I think about is just a cymbal crash, and that's it. Essentially, <laughs> that's literally it. All right, anything else you want to do with your turn, Xander? Um... No. Okay, perfect. All right, so uh, I believe that it's all of my viney boys. So now we just have my needle blights. So as each of these kind of move in a different, let's see, 10, 15, 20, they're going to kind of close close the space a little bit. They're going to move out from you guys. That's weird. They don't have to do that. Uh, this one's going to take shots at Xander uh, down here. So the furthest north one is going to... That is a two. Uh, then the second one's going to take a shot at Clara. That is a six. And then the next one is going to be a 13 for Moranis. Uh, all is... of them still kind of like shaking a little bit from uh, from the loud noises kind of like sailed through um, as they kind of look a little worried they've got these little face they have like faces like these little plant creatures kind of moving humanoid-esque figures just kind of moving around um but at the top of the order uh the wolf is going to uh look back towards the forest and it's going to crouch down uh as out is going to step another humanoid covered in the dark gray uh, muck as he is going to check something real quick. As it's going to move right. Let's see. 30. Down here around you and it's going to shout out um Something in a very guttural language as this static electricity begins to build up from his feet and push out from him in a 15-foot cube around him as you all get blasted by a burst of sound and thunder. Um, Store Irina, again, you hear moments ago, you heard this shatter of glass and now this booming rumble of thunder. I need uh, all three of you guys to make. Double check real quick. I want to say it is. Probably calm. It's Constitution saving throw. Yeah, sounds like it. 13. 13. Let me double check. 15. 10. <clears throat> uh, so the to beat was 16. <laughs> so you all failed. 
and you're all pushed back 10 feet, five. 10 feet. So it's five, 10. So Moranis, you're pushed back here. Just, Moranis, oh. you're pushed back just on the edge of the water. <laughs> Sorry. Like as water is hitting you, uh, you guys are both pushed back this way, almost into uh, attack range of that, uh, almost like right needle on blight. top of that needle blight. Um, and then, okay, let's roll some real shitty damage here. Oof. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, so uh, you all take, um, you all take just five damage. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You jackass. I was I, like, ooh. I thought I was about to go into death saves. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, just five damage from this burst of thunder that pushes you back away from this guy. Um, was it a thunder wave? Yes, it was thunder wave. God damn it. Uh, 18 on concentration check, so I'm clear. Perfect. Uh, Is any concentration? No, I'm dead. All right. So, Moranis, you're up. Clara on deck. Xander to follow. Bonus action, I will move my Hunter's Mark from the now dead fellow into the guy that just joined the party here. And then I'm going to take two, uh, er- send two arrows at him. Okay, go ahead. Pew pew. Uh, that's a 14, which, which might not hit. Yeah, that's not going to hit. Okay, and then the other one's a 28. You know what? Just misses. Yes, it's going to hit. <laughs> It's like, then this motherfucker better be straw out of 28, doesn't he? He's his cousin, Broad. <laughs> oh, no. So it's that. Barovian for Brad. Uh, <laughs> 13 points of damage. He must die. <laughs> Kill Broad. You said 13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rolled a 1 on my D8. Alright. Damn. I hate to see it. All right, perfect. All right, so you send your two arrows kind of sailing. Uh, one does kind of go just behind his back, uh, and the other one does land. Uh, just, it, it hits right into, like, his bicep area. It just kind of lands, and he looks down. Uh, he doesn't look to be as well put together as the two folks on the island were. And then I will also move just a couple feet away from the water. Good. <laughs> okay. Um... Perfect. Anything else you want to do, Moranis? Uh, that will be it for me. Clara, you are up with Xander on deck. Absolutely. She's gonna do a little chromatic orbing. You love to see it. Um, so... Oh, I fucking threw that all the way across the table. Um, but it rolled high, yes. How do I numbers? 22. Oh, that'll hit. Maybe fire damage. That seems fine. Seven. Twelve. Sixteen points of fire damage. So as you take out your diamond and you spin it, or your crystal orb, rather, and you spin it, and you shoot a ball of fire just kind of 
out, it lands and begins to like catch fire to like his, like the sticks that are kind of like caught in like this gray, like mud that's on his body, it's been dried. The bark on his skin kind of seems to be some type of like protective armor, uh, begins to catch flame. Uh, he's not looking great, not bloodied, but uh, he's uh, wheezing quite a bit. Anything else you wanna do, Clara? Uh, yeah, we're going to bonus action disengage. Fast. You're not engaged with anything. Oh, true. Fuck it. Uh, Fuck it. Bonus action dash and I leave. 15, <laughs> I'm going to run back to Gallo. 30, oh, if only, if only. 60. Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I could have, I could have gone seventy, but I'm like, I'm out. I'm seven out. Seven more, <laughs> seven more things come out of the bushes. Right. Literally, <laughs> I was like, eh, but if something else comes out of the woods, So the you see out in the water the floating orb kind of like come out as this <laughs> snake-like fish head. Just no, uh, Xander, <laughs> it is your turn. <laughs> so if we have to fight okay. these fucking hypnotic um, snakes again, god damn it. Good. Uh, Xander, uh, probably fairly pissed about just being pushed back and pushed closer to death, um, will just pull out his rapiers and charge at this person that has just stepped out of the woods um, and take a couple swipes. Perfect. Go ahead, roll them so, attacks. Right, so I'm right up on him. And then. Get up off of that thing. Oh, fuck. Um, 14. Uh, to hit, that's going to miss. To hit? Yeah, that will miss. Okay, uh, and then... Uh, 15. That will just hit. Okay, dope. There's going to be... Um, 12 points of damage. And then I'm going to use another Bardic Inspiration, and I rolled an 8 on that die, so that is another 8 points of damage. So that is going to be 20 points in total. So as you hum this, get up off that thing, uh, (laughs) your your first slice, he like dives back a little bit, still caught on fire, as your second one comes through and goes straight through his arm holding um he's like it the one he you chop off his arm and just blood just starts pouring out as he just passes out and dies um yeah no you you straight up he had 11 hit points um (laughs) seeing this the wolf literally just runs back into the forest uh, this needle blight dives into the water and begins floating down the river. As <laughs> what a mood! <laughs> I hurt myself today. Uh, as these two needle blights just start racing away into the forest. How fast are speed? Uh, they move at I want to say it's thirty is what I've been. I got one hundred fifty feet range. Let me at those motherfuckers. <laughs> Go, you're in free action. You're in free action, man. Go for it. Yeah, as they turn to leave, I'm gonna try to firebolt one of them. It's a 15 and a 30. Oh yeah, those are both gonna hit. 
So natural 17 plus 6. Oh yeah, those are going to hit. I'll let you do beyond roll it. Uh, 10 points of damage. Perfect. Yeah, you knock out one of them, Clara. Wait, which one are you going for, Clara? The one in the river? I'll go. Yeah, I'll let him go. I want to go after one of the ones in the woods. I'll go for the one in the the river. Okay. Since it's moving the fastest. I'm going to let Jimmy Buffett float. That's on him. Um, Uh, Clara, you clip one of them. It's caught on fire as it's running into the forest. (laughs) Uh, 22 points total for me. Uh, As you shoot your two arrows, they hit. And then you just watch it sink below the water. Damn. I feel better now. Uh, while they're um, taking their shots, Xander is 100% just like almost collapsed, like down on his knees in front of the guy that he just killed. Um, and I am going to cast um, Cure Wounds at third level on myself. Smart. Smart. Damn. <laughs> were, you, were you hurting Smart. that bad, really? How? He, he was near death. I am at six health. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I'm sitting here going, yeah. wow, like, I took a lot of damage. Like, I've got 38 no. health left. Wow. I got hard. <laughs> I don't know how um, I missed that shit. <laughs> oh, um, well, that is not a lot. That is 15 points. But I mean. It's better than death. It, yeah. It, in, in game. It's okay, your savior is coming. I was about to say, like, we, we, we can probably take a whole short rest before store gets here, so... Um, we need to get across this to the riverbank. Okay, so well, hang on. Before we do that, uh, well, first of all, uh, I'm going to loot all of these archers so that I can get more, some arrows. But beside that point, I hate to be that guy, but it's midnight. Okay. And m- m- my meds make me sleepy. I need to go to bed. Okay. Um, so with the ending of... So we can go ahead and wrap it up here real quick, and we'll get... You can loot the bodies. Uh, the guy in front of you, uh, Xander, uh, that you just killed, does have a satchel on him. So you guys can investigate that next session. Um, so excellent. So Stor and Irina kind of come racing up. Uh, to kind of see like all these like broken needle blights and weird vine creatures just dead on the ground Uh, a burning wood person with covered in dirt is like laying on the ground in front of Xander Xander is beat to high hell there's another island there's a body over there uh, still kind of like leaned up and just dead um, on his bow um, a body floating down the river. Uh, Irina goes, what the hell happened? And that's where we're going to end tonight's game. <laughs> Clara's going to take her short sword with the sun setting behind her. And she says, war. <laughs> Encases it in the sheath. <laughs> there is no war in Bossing Zay. Not after us. Right. Dope. All right. Time to stop. Good job, adventurers. Hell yeah. Hey there, listeners. BJ Sawyer's here. Thanks for joining in on the fun. Stick around to find out what happens next on I Eat the Dragon.